Speak the Word Ministry invites you to the Virginia Beach Revival, coming to Virginia Beach, Virginia, April 19th through the 25th. And you're invited. Virginia Beach Tent Revival, featuring Pastor Joanne Ramsey, Pastor Gene Bailey, Pastor Larry Reese, Pastor Tim Reeves, Pastors Chris and Sheila Mitchell, Pastor Brian Fowler, plus worship music from Amy Bales and Michelle Littman. Just visit speakthewordministry.net for more details. Experience the hand of God. Bring the sick, hurting, and unsaved. Let Him deliver you from any and all afflictions. Witness God's hope and healing power. Virginia Beach Tent Revival, a life-changing experience with the Holy Spirit. Coming to Virginia Beach, Virginia, April 19th through the 25th. For more information, go to speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. Today's program is furnished by Speak the Word Ministries. When the Bible says in Matthew 8, 17, that by His stripes ye were healed, that's past tense. All we have to do is believe it and then receive it. Speak the Word. It's time to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to teach God's Word and encourage the body of believers. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe continuing her message titled, God's Word is Your Protection Plan. Speak the Word. If you have your Bibles with you today, uh, we're going to read uh, some verses in 2 Chronicles 20, verses 1 through 12. As a matter of fact, verses 2, it says, Messengers came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army from Edom is marching against you from beyond the Dead Sea. He says, They are already at Hazazon Tamar. Verse 3 said, Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news and begged the Lord for guidance. He also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. In verse 4 it says, So people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new uh, courtyard at the temple that he prayed, O Lord, God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven. You are ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. He says, you are powerful and mighty and no one can stand against you. You know, folks, that hasn't changed. God said, if I be for you, who can be against you? So that, that nothing has changed there. He said, oh, our God, did you not drive out those who lived in uh, this land when your people Israel arrived? And did you not give this land forever to the descendants of your friend Abraham? Your people settled here and built this temple to honor your name. They said, whenever we are faced with any calamity, such as war, plague, which we got with a plague right now, or famine, we can come to stand in your presence before the temple where your name is honored. We can cry out to you to save us, and you will hear us, and you will rescue us. And I'm saying today, if we cry out to God, God said, if you'll cry out to me, he says, I will answer you. God said, I will rescue you. He said, my arm is not so short that I can't reach down, he says, and touch you. And I'm going to skip on down to verse 12. It says, Oh, our God, won't you stop them? We are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us. We do not know what to do, but we are looking for you for help. We do not know what to do, brothers and sisters, except to look to God. And really, 
He should not be our last resort. He should be our first resort. It says, As all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and children, it says, The Spirit of the Lord came upon one of the men standing there. His name was Jehazel, son of Zechariah, son of Benaniah, and son of Jael. He said, Listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, listen, King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army, for the battle is not yours, but it's God's. This is what the title of my message was today, that God's word is your protection. That's your protection plan. It is not your battle, no more than it was Jehoshaphat's battle, neither is it our battle. It's God's battle. He says, tomorrow, march out against them. You will find them coming up through the accent of the end of the valley that opens into the wilderness of Jeruel. But you will not even need to fight. God says here, we don't need to fight, saints. He says, take your positions, then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. I say today, O people of America, O people of all the other surrounding countries, our, our allies, God is with them too. God is with us too. And we don't have to be afraid. It's not our battle. He says, but do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. And he says, and then King Jehoshaphat bowed low with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem did the same, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites from the clans of Kahath and Korah stood to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud thing. And I'm going to move on down to 24. But you know what they did? They did not gather up their arms. Have we understand, and the Bible says, our war is not with flesh and blood. It's not a carnal war. This is a spiritual war. They did not show up with grenades and rifles and tanks. But God had them to go gather up their praise team. And he sent that praise team out. He told them to send the praise team out. And, and so when the praise team went out, by the time they got there, God had brought the two groups, all the, all the enemies, all the enemies that was coming against Jehoshaphat, all of them had come against, and he caused them all to slaughter one another. So by the time Jehoshaphat and his praise team got there, all they could see, as far as the eye could see, was dead bodies. And it says that not one enemy escaped. And not only that, they went in there, brothers and sisters, and they collected all their goods. It, they said they, there were so many goods, it took them three days to gather up all the goods. Not only did the enemy defeat them, but he blessed them with all of the spoils, which was their goods. Friends, how... Can God fight for you? He can fight for you, one, by realizing the battle is not yours, but it's God's. He's the same God now, as I said before in Hebrews 13, 8. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. He changes not. He's not changed at all. So he's the same God serving us and protecting us as he was with Jehoshaphat. All Jehoshaphat had to do was when he got the news he immediately called on the Lord. We can't do anything except through the power of God, but God works through us. And, and if you are willing to listen and to receive it, you can have it. You have to receive it. We can't force it down you. God alone is all powerful and always faithful. Let's look at some of God's promises to watch over us. There are so many, and I'm just only going to mention a few. The Lord says, no harm will come to you. No sickness or plague will come near your home. He tells us that in Psalms 91, 12. He says, if you make, and there's a lot of ifs in the Bible that people don't recognize. There's 
always things that we must do too. Uh, God is going, yes, God is our Savior. He's, he's our God. He's our Father. He is going to help us. The Holy Spirit is going to help us. But there's things that we must do too. And he says, if you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. He says, and no plague will come near your house, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. So I believe that there's angels in here around me and around us, protecting us, uh, watching over us. I truly believe that. Uh, there are so many times that I can give witness to if the angels had not been there to help me, I wouldn't be here today. They've saved my life time and time again. But it says, though a thousand fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, the pestilence. Pestilence is nothing but a plague. It's nothing but a disease. He says, he said, that will not reach you. And you find that in Psalms 91.7. Friends, you must believe this. It must get really deep down in you. The things that I'm saying to you today, you must get it deep down inside of you because God is the only one that can truly protect you. And God is only moved by your action of faith. In the coming days, the only thing that can truly protect you from a deadly virus will be a solid personal belief in the promises of the Bible. God will be the difference between disasters and blessings. You have to be in Him and have Him deeply in you to be able to stand. Praise God. In Exodus 23, he said, I, he said, I will take sickness away from the midst of you and the number of your days, he says, I will fulfill. That's a promise from God. If any of you out there today, maybe you're not sick with the virus, but maybe you're sick with a flu, some other flu, or maybe some other illness that's going on in your life. God is saying that promise is not just for the coronavirus. This, this promise is for any sickness that you might be experiencing in your body today. He said, I will take this sickness away from the midst of you and the number of your days. He promises I will fulfill. In verse 25 in the New Living Bible, it says, You must serve only, and I wrote this in capital letters, You must serve only the Lord your God. If you do, he says, I will bless you with food and water, and I will protect you. You'll find that in uh, Exodus uh, 23, verse 25. In other words, you don't have to hoard food and water if you trust in the Almighty, because he says, if you will trust in me, he said, I will provide you, I will bless you with food and water, he says, and I will protect you. In other words, there is no need to hoard. There's no need to hoard the food and the water. And, and he says, it will be well with you, and your days shall be multiplied and prolonged as the days of heaven upon earth, according to Deuteronomy eleven nine. God told the Israelites, he said, I turned the curse into a blessing unto you because I loved you. I truly stand up here, and I truly believe that God is going to take this curse, and that's what it is, brought on by the enemy, that he's going to take this curse, and he's going to turn it around, and he's going to use it for his glory and our good. In every incident that I can ever think about, God has always come through. He's always taken what the enemy has meant to harm his children, and he has turned it around and used it for their good and his glory. So he's going to get the glory from this. No doubt about that. Saints, he is still the same God today. He will turn this around too, as I just said, what Satan has meant for our harm. God's going to turn it around. He says that I have redeemed you from every sickness and every plague, according to Deuteronomy 28. And we're all familiar with, you may not be familiar with that verse, but you're familiar with Galatians 3.13. He says that he has redeemed you from the curse of the law, having become the curse for you. 
where he says, as cursed as every man that hangeth on a tree. And brothers and sisters, he did this through his blood. He did this through the blood of Jesus. God did this through the blood of his only begotten son so that we could have this. He says, as your days, so shall your strength be. And he says, I will give you strength and bless you with peace in Psalms 29, 11. But most of us today are far from being peaceful because all of the talk going on and the lies being spread. But in Psalms 41, 2, he says, I will preserve you and keep you alive. In the New Living Bible, it says, the Lord protects them and keeps them alive. He gives them prosperity in the land and rescues them from their enemies. And so he's saying here, he gives them prosperity in the land and rescues them from their enemies. Think about that. He says, I will recover you and make you to live. He says, and I'm ready to save you. God is ready. God is always ready. We think we're waiting on God to do something. Actually, he's waiting on us to put our focus and our faith on him instead of uh, what the news people and the uh, government are, are, you know, are spilling out. He says, I give power to the faint and I increase strength to them that have no might. He said, I will renew your strength. I will strengthen and I will help you. You know, and let me say this too. In Isaiah 46, 4, uh, you might want to write this down. In any of these scriptures, I'm giving scriptures primarily, uh, particular because I want you, I'm hoping that you'll have a pencil and a paper so you can write some of these scriptures down on God's promises to protect you and deliver you uh, from all of this. And, and so this in particular, because uh, we know it's not entirely true, but they do say that people of a certain age, from 60 up and then maybe 70 on up more, are more susceptible to this disease. But we are finding out that young, some younger people have contacted this. But this is a good one if you are of that age. In Isaiah 46, 4, it says, To your old age and gray hairs, he says, I will carry you and I will deliver you. And the New Living Bible says, I will be your God throughout your lifetime until your hair is white with age. I made you and I will care for you and I will carry you along and I will save you. Are you hearing me? He says, I will be your God throughout your lifetime until your hair is white with age. I made you and I will care for you and I will carry you along and I'm going to save you. And we know in Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 says, I bore your sickness, I carried your pains. And he said, your light shall break forth as the morning and your health shall spring forth speedily. So those that are suffering from the virus already, those that have sicknesses of other things, he said, I will restore your health and I will heal you of your wounds, says the Lord, and that he will bring you through speedily. And another thing here says here, he says, I have arisen with healing in my wings. Hallelujah. He says, if you're sick, and this is Matt, you'll find this in Matthew 9, 12 and Exodus 15, 26. He said, if you're sick, you need a physician. He said, I am the Lord, your physician. God is Jehovah Rapha. God is the God that healeth thee. He said, I heal all matter of sickness and all matter of disease. In other words, he's saying there's not any disease. Uh, there's not any sickness that I can't heal. He said, but let it be to you according to your faith be it done unto you. 
I'm getting close to end here. I'm, mostly my point today was just remind and putting you in remembrance of God's word, according to Isaiah 43, 26, to remind you that we need to go uh, bury ourselves in some of these um, scriptures and just meditate on them. He says, I give you power and authority over all unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all matter of sickness and all matter of disease. You can find that in Matthew 10, 1 and Luke 9, 1. He said, I will heal them all. If you're sick, you need a physician. He said, but there again, he said, I'm your physician. He said, I give you the power and authority over all unclean spirits. And this is a spirit to cast him out and to heal all manner of sickness. Brothers and sisters, who has he given the power to? Us, me and you. He's given us the power and, and he's given us all the material that we need here to fight. I, I know it's hard on so many people, and, and I don't minimize anything that's going on, not whatsoever. I know there's people that are panicking because a lot of people are not able to work right now, and it seems like about 75% of the people anyway, the blue collar and some of those, that um, their jobs are being cut off. Uh, they are being concerned. I'm going to use the word concerned and not worried, because concerned about where they're going to get the money to pay their bills, where you're going to get the money to pay your bills, where you're going to buy your groceries from, and how you're going to do this, you know. You know, your children are home from school, and most of the time, as my granddaughter said, that just adds to the, add to the food bill because her daughter normally eats um, lunch at school, and so that kind of messed up her budget. And so some of them has several children, you know. I, as a friend, uh, I know has four children, and she had to close down her business, but fortunately the Lord blessed her with another job that she can still earn the money to take care of her children. And he not only do, will do that for her, but he'll do it for others. There are things that can still be done, but you can't just sit there, suck your thumb, and feel sorry for yourself, and just wait until everything blows over you there's some things that you're going to need to do if you talk to God and we're going to pray about this if you talk to the Lord and ask him he will provide he is our provider he's our only source the government's not your source your neighbor's not your source I'm not your source God only is your source he said if you can believe all things are possible to him that believeth and I had the church the other day I said well you know the Bible says all things are possible for him that believes and I believe and so you need to say that right now. You can say, Lord, I thank you that all things are possible with him that believes. And I believe that all things are possible. So I believe that I'm coming through this. It doesn't look like it right now. In the natural, it doesn't look too good. But Lord, I thank you that you don't work in the natural. You work in the supernatural. And I thank you, Lord, that you're a God that never sleeps nor slumbers. And even while we're sleeping, I thank you, God, that you are working. You're working on a solution to, to take care of this. And all we have to do is just keep our, I'd be like Jehoshaphat and keep our eyes on him. Our help cometh from the Lord. And, and that's the only place that we're going to get it. Faith, he says, in my name makes you strong and gives you perfect soundness. That's in Acts 3.16. Faith in his name. As a matter of fact, you know, when Peter was reaching out to the young man that was crippled and he said, silver and gold have I none, but what I give, what I have, I give to you freely. Get up and walk. Peter had faith. He had, he had faith and you have the same thing. If you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have faith. You have that same Holy Spirit living in you. As a matter of fact, this morning in my prayer time, I said, Lord, I sure wished I had, 
I could be like another uh, John G. Lake. You know, when he went through that plague, you know, when he got to the point, his, he and his team went in there and they worked on people and never anything touched them. And when it did, it died instantly. And the Lord just spoke so clear to me. And he said, Joe, you got that same spirit. The same Holy Spirit that was living in John G. Lake lives in you. The same spirit that lives in Peter when he reached out and asked that and told that guy to get up. That same Holy Spirit lives in you. And he told me that when I was doing a revival up in the mountains last year, uh, he kept repeating that to me for a few weeks. And as it turned out, I had to minister to somebody with um, MS. And we got her up walking. You know, got her out of the wheelchair and got her walking. And, and so and uh, she wasn't running up and down the aisles, but she was walking back and forth. It took her a while to get her started. But, you know, you've been in a wheelchair for a long time. It, it takes a while to get up. But she got up. And the Lord kept impressing me a week or two before that, that the same Holy Spirit that lives in him lives in me. So I say today that the same Holy Spirit that lives in me, lives in Jeff, lives in those that are listening, the same Spirit, if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he lives in you too. And you've got the same power. You have the same authority. And, and you can you can come against any of it. He said, it was, you know, and they asked him what happened. He said, the man, he said, it was faith in my name. It was faith in the name of Jesus that healed this man. It wasn't what Peter and Paul, it wasn't what Peter, it was faith in the name of Jesus that made him strong and healed him. He said, I, Jesus Christ, make you hold. My power causes diseases to depart from you. He said, the law, the spirit of life in me has made you free from the law of sin and death in Romans 8, 2. He says, I have delivered you from death. I do deliver you, and if you trust me, I will yet deliver you. I'm going to say that again. He says, this is in 2 Corinthians 1.10. I have delivered you from death. I do deliver you, and if you trust me, I will yet deliver you. In other words, I've delivered you before, and I'm going to deliver you again. He said, I have given you my name, and I have put all things under your feet. So whatever is going on today with this coronavirus or any other things going on, God says, I have given you the power in my name and you can put it. It's all under your feet. Ephesians 121. He says, I want it to be well with you and I want you to live long on this earth. God is not the author of confusion. God is not the author of sickness. We serve a good God. He's a good father. And he loves us. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. This has been Speak the Word, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Joanne Ramsey. We're glad you've joined us for today's message. Speak the Word is made possible by support from listeners like you. If you'd like to hear more from Speak the Word, visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. There, you can also learn more about Pastor Joe, purchase audio CDs or DVDs, and watch and listen to other radio messages from Pastor Joe. Again, just go to speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back with a closing word. But first, we're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's book titled, God, Are You Listening? I Need Help. Do you need God's help perhaps like never before? In this book, Pastor Joe will help you develop a prayer life that delights the heart of God and moves him to act on your behalf. 
God, Are You Listening? I Need Help by Pastor Joanne Ramsey. If you'd like a copy, just ask for it when you include a donation of $10 or more. Write to us at Speak the Word Ministries, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Or make a tax-deductible donation to Speak the Word Ministries with your debit or credit card at 855-505-2297. That's 855-505-2297. Pastor Joe and her team also welcomes your emails, and we'd be happy to pray for you. Our email address is speakthewordministry at cox.net. Now, here again is Pastor Joe. Father, I thank you that we're serving a powerful God, the creator of the universe, and that you never change. You are the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. Oh, Lord, help us to see that we have nothing to fear but fear itself, that you are our deliverer, and you are our refuge and our strength, of whom shall we be afraid? You said, Lord, if you be for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, help us to control our mouths, to put a bridle on our tongues and a guard on our lips, and stop speaking words of doom. According to 1 Peter 3.10, you said, Whoever would love life and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from deceitful speech. Help us, God, to understand that every time we speak about the horrible things going on around us, that we keep confirming what already exists, and these words produce fear. I pray that we will only speak and confess what your word has to say, which always produces peace and calm. Thank you, Lord, that this is not our battle, and you will turn this around, and what Satan has meant for our harm, you will use for your glory and our good. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. And join us next time here on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word